playing the complete soundtrack to a Sega game, highlighting a community album, or celebrating a specific genre. This is Radio Sega Presents.
Happy holidays, everyone! Welcome to an episode of Radio Sega Presents. And this this uh, week, month, year, because we haven't done one for two years now. Um, this is a Radio Sega present rather than a Radio Sega Presents, shall we say? Because we gave you guys a lovely little Christmas gift this year in the form of a brand new album. And a brand new album that, as far as we know, you cannot find anywhere else on the internet as of now. So, tune in, get comfy, grab yourself any um, any leftovers if you're listening on the podcast. Get yourself any, um, I don't know, tea, hot cocoa, coffee, etc. Hot chocolate, whatever you call it. All that type of thing. Um, get that all at the ready because we've got an exclusive play for you of the brand new Mega Drive Mini Celebration album that came out in the past few weeks to celebrate the Mega Drive Mini or the Genesis Mini if you're American and you're not educated on your Sega stuff. That's what is important and I think the first question I should raise in regards to uh, some people is how we got this album. The answer is quite simple if you saw our Twitter. Um, I bought the album. (laughs) So I bought the album from Japan when it came out of ultra-fast shipping in the desperate attempt to get it to you as quickly as possible. It just so happened that it turned up today, and I thought, why not present this as a lovely little Christmas gift to our Radio Sega listeners? A brand new way for you, brand new, a brand new album that you can listen to on our website before you can listen to it anywhere else on all those naughty, naughty websites. Because it's not on iTunes, it's not on any digital releases, it's an exclusive, for now, CD release. And, well, no one's bothered to upload it yet. I must say, uh, before we go any further with this, the build quality of the CD is really nice. I know that sounds stupid because it's a CD. It comes in a jewel case. It has a it has a booklet and it has a disc. That's it. But um, if you didn't see on Twitter, go ahead and jump on over onto our Twitter because we made an announcement post around 4 p.m. UK today about this album. Um, the disc itself is great. So it's got the uh, Mega Drive emblem in the middle. So if you've ever had a Japanese model or a uh, UK model, sorry, EU model. You would know that um, the Mega Drive Model 1 has its little round circle that's just become symptomatic of the console by now. And the text around it and all it's like high, high speed, high whatever, but nonsense driving. That type of thing. It's got all that around it. And around the outside, it actually has little bumps and grooves. So it's meant to look like a record. And it's not it's not just printed bumps and grooves. It's actual physical dips in the printing. So you can run your finger across it and it actually feels like bumps of a record. It's awesome. It's shiny. It's everything that I want out of a disc. And it plays in my CD player. That's kind of what's important in the situation. Because it's Japanese, it also comes with a spine card. And the spine card is, for some reason, a bright red colour. Don't know why, because there's not really any red on the Mega Drive except for the red M. Um, in the Japanese logo, nowhere else on any other model of the Mega Drive, I guess, except for maybe the uh, UK model of the two. Is there red? But we'll go with that one, whatever. And a nice, lovely track list, all of which you're going to get to hear unfold on this show tonight, which is meant to be an hour long, but we'll see how it goes because I have left myself two hours of grace just in case. But um, we've got some good tracks on here, some some bad. I'm joking. I've not heard a single track on this album minus that one you heard there that's a very um old one if you're listening to radio sega it's appeared all over the place we played it a lot during our mega drive mini marathon which happened back in september most of which is now archived on our media section and some of it on our itunes and stitcher feeds so you can go back and listen to that and during that we 
play the hell out of the Mega Drive mini menu theme. We play it there anyway because it is track one on the album. Not a more fitting way to start off, and that's nice because we haven't really had a high quality version before that of the uh, of the song. So from Mega Drive Mini Celebration album, that was Mega Drive Mini Mini Music original version as composed by the amazing Yusuke Koshiro because they they needed someone with Mega Drive credibility for the job, and oh boy, did he bring it with. Uh, Five songs practically spun into one, all in different Mega Drive sound fonts. Um, or sound styles, at least. We don't know if they're sound fonts, but sound styles. And, oh, it's so good, but it is a tad overplayed. But highest quality version, you got to go for it. And, yeah, so we've currently got a whole bunch of you down in the chat room. So I want to say a big hello to Veritex, Ravseeg, BrickGaming98, Rapid Run, and anyone else who might be lurking such as Supersonic Swag and also some other people. So if you're listening, hello to you. If you want to jump on over to Discord, you know how to do that. RadioSE.ga forward slash Discord and come and join the crazy fun. Because the whole point of Radio Table Presents is we're presenting you an album. It's not mainly me talking, so a lot of this is just going to be me sort of quietly um, quietly sitting here listening to the music along with you guys. So you're definitely going to need to come in and talk, give your thoughts on the tracks, give your thoughts on anything else. And on that note, tonight I would actually like to know your thoughts on the Mega Drive Mini. So let me know your thoughts on the console, any games that you've uh, been playing from it, any favourite games on it, and uh, anything you got to play as a result of it. I want to know and I'm going to compile the answers and I'm going to read them out a bit later on in the show. But yes, I should say as well, uh, this album isn't exclusive to this show, so once we're done with this, I'm going to work on getting the podcast up as soon as possible. But that doesn't mean you're missing out, because even if you... You can listen back to the podcast again. Of course you can, but they're going to be going straight up as soon as I can get them onto our 24-7 feed, meaning you can request them whenever you like, as long as someone else hasn't done so in the last half an hour, because that, that's the main caveat. And if you want to listen to the same song with us every three hours, and if you want to listen to the same song you've requested yourself, that's every 12 hours. You get the point here, but besides that, yes, this will be going on to the 24-7 as soon as possible because I want you guys to be able to listen to this and enjoy it alongside us. But we will not be giving out, putting it out for download because we do not believe in that in Radio Sega. So no download link will be popping up officially from RS. I know some other people have actually been working on importing it, um, so you might see it pop up on sites at some point. But um, it's the Christmas purge. Quite a lot of major gaming piracy sites have gone, so good luck trying to find this album if you want it. I'd personally recommend importing it. It actually really isn't that expensive at all. The album's 3,300 yen, which um, if you live in the UK right now, um, not to get political, but our pound is getting quite good. So (laughs) just saying, you can import it quite easily. That's what I did. And then I checked um, import fees. The import fees, it always gets stuck in customs. Anything I order from CD Japan does, but it got stuck in customs. But I paid a lot of postage to get it here fast, but if you don't mind waiting like a month, you can pay next to nothing for postage, and then just pay the uh, handling fee when it comes through in the UK. US, I'm sure they have a much more competent system. Um, I don't know if sarcasm was intended there or not. I, I certainly didn't mean to, but it might come across. But you get the point. The US might have a different system, so you might not actually have to pay that fee at all. You might be able to prepay it. Or, I don't know how it exactly works, but the overall cost, if you go for the lowest possible postage option, which is still safe, you buy the album and you pay the import fees. Overall, you should be looking at like £30, which for a Japanese import album is really not all that bad at all. And I was more than happy to pay that because I paid some stuff that's much more than that for around the same tracks 
or you know the same track length before so it was a worthy purchase in my opinion i hope you do so too instead of supporting piracy because seriously it's probably a great album i can't actually fully recommend it to you because i haven't heard i haven't heard any track of it tonight so yeah with that in mind i should say tonight's track we had to go with something in the background from a mega drive game what could be more fitting than out in the snow from days before christmas an absolutely shocking game all things considered only released on the mega drive in australia but hey um it has about one good song and this is that one good song nice and chill nice and vibing as Brit gamer said uh, ahead of tonight's comfy radio sega presents so let's get into the first proper track or the second track of the album this is a track from gunstar heroes and i have no clue which one it is but it is called the gunstar heroes super arranged version so let's head into it blind together but it's from treasure so it's probably got that pedigree of an amazing track and well if it made it onto a cd there's got to be some semblance of quality right Right, let's reluctantly press that play button.
There were some words that I were expecting to use to have to describe this album. That was none of them. Not to say that I thought it was going to be bad, but oh my goodness, was that good. And chat agreed with me completely there. You just heard from Columns. That was various tracks from Columns, and that was the super arranged version from the Mega Drive Mini Celebration album. Now, um, the messages of praise that started off with one from Rapid Run meant asking, Are you sure this isn't from Seventh Dragon? And uh, no, it's, it's not from Seventh Dragon actually. This is, uh, 
this is still from the album that we're playing tonight. I didn't accidentally slip on the B-side by accident. No, this is this is still the Megatrove mini album. Um, but yes, no, I can definitely see where he's coming from there. As he clarified, he did mean it sounded like a song from the Arrange album, which I can completely understand. But no, that one took on a completely different style from every track before it, because instead of uh, electric guitar, we went with Spanish guitar or acoustic guitar for the rest of us but yeah that was brilliant and the uh the orchestra coming in, in the orchestra the orchestra coming in the back as well oh boy it was a great one really enjoyed that as a nice change of pace it just sort of comes out of nowhere and doesn't kick you in the face which is normally what i'd use to describe tracks that come out of nowhere but not that one that just soothes things back down after hearing the comics zone super arranged version that guitar solo it's it's gorgeous wasn't it um everyone in the chat commented the same thing an arrangement of various tracks from comic zone there i believe that was a bit of a medley but mainly um the main theme uh, i want to call it seen it for days but i don't know if that's just what the name of the arranged version is by howard drossin but regardless the comic zone super arranged version is one that i'm sure is going to become a classic just like from the mega drive mini celebration album the hybrid front the super arranged version not one of so out of that batch that's probably my least favorite but that that's that's such high praise regardless the least favorite of these awesome amazing tracks that i hold and have had very high regards for is the lowest of them this is still above compare really to be honest with you but that's mainly because i'm not fam- all too familiar with the hybrid front if i was a bit more familiar with the source tune then i would be all over that one because some of the um, some of the medleys in there, not medleys, uh, melodies in there, were catching me off guard. Got me feeling a different kind of way, if you get what I mean. And before that, the first real track of the album, because the first one was just the menu theme, which we've all heard a million times. From Gunstar Heroes, that was Gunstar Heroes, the super arranged version. And there wasn't as many solos or melodies, but the guitar on that track shook me to the core love it and i love gunstar heroes as well and it's really the only one i actually have stuff to say about because we mentioned this a bit in the chat room but there are some of you listening who won't have access to the chat room um and basically everyone was saying the same thing in regards to maybe i should try and get a bit further in gunstar heroes and i think that is the mood of the century because uh, personally the first i've ever got was when i was with d'artagnan and we were at a gaming expo or duck tenion uh, in the chat room when we were at a gaming expo and we got to level two on an official Mega Drive console, mind you, with two controllers hooked up to a CRT, so you know, minimum input lag, can't blame it on that, but King wasn't with us, that's besides the point. No input lag, just two people, one of whom was carrying me, <laughs> um, desperately attempting to be Gunstar Heroes, and it didn't really work out that time, but it's on the Mega Drive Mini, I should play it, because I don't have exactly not have an excuse not to, because... I am still going to try and trek through as many Mega Drive minigames as possible because that is my life goal, so to speak. It's not my life goal, but I would like to do so um, within the next couple of months to years because why not? Why not try and beat as many games on the console as possible when they gave us such a great selection compared to what we could have had if At Games had handled it or if what we could have had if the fans didn't have such a big input on the Western game uh, poll and maybe even bigger if they didn't have an influence on the Japanese game poll and the Asian game poll. That's the great thing about the Mega Drive Mini. Four different versions. It's not the um, NES Classic situation where you have 
two libraries. One that's ultra Japanese and you can't read, and one that's ultra English and basically has no text. It's not a NES Classics, NES Classic type situation. They picked some deep cuts, they picked some text heavy games, and they went with some really popular votes. And that kept everyone happy because I love the Western game selection for the Mega Drive Mini. So when I see the Japanese game selection, my mind is boggled. Then when I see the Asian game selection, I go, that's the best one. Why do we not get that one? But that's besides the point. But I have been talking about in chat um, as well. Um, I wanted to know your opinions on the Mega Drive Mini, and I still do, so any more, feel free to send them over. Send them over on Twitter as well, using at uh, RadioSega or hashtag RadioSega Presents, because I still want to hear what you have to say on the console, because I haven't really got the opportunity to collect that yet. There's never really been a point in time in uh, Pick and Mix where a time has come up to ask about the Mega Drive Mini, you know, this brand new console that we hyped up so greatly on release on RadioSega, and this new console that I personally had a lot of backing behind, and... Well, my actual show was a. I say actual. My old show was away while the Mega Drive Mini released. And then when I came back, I just never had a reason to talk about it. So, as a result, I just never really got my opinions out there. That's why I want to know yours as well as um, I want to purvey my own because I have some stuff to say about the console. I do want to actually give a bit of background on the album itself though because I haven't done a whole bunch of that. But. This album is a part of the Sound Shock series, which I don't actually know the context behind the Sound Shock series. I'm going to look this up as we speak, as the great radio presenter I am. Um, because I've seen it on a couple of my albums. I saw it on my Sega Ages Outrun one as well, so I'm curious as to what Sound Shock is. So they've also got their name on uh, the 30th anniversary box of the SST band. Interesting. That's really all I can find on them. I guess it's just a brand of Sega albums, which I've never heard of this, but our resident music nut Nicholas isn't around. I think he's on holiday, so unfortunately for us, I can't pester him to find out. But I think Soundtrack is related to that. I think it's a brand of Sega albums that have come out recently. So it's joining that one along with the SST band 30th Anniversary Box and Sega Ages Outrun Sound Collection. I don't have the 30th anniversary SST band box because that's really expensive. I did want to buy it at the time, but I was unemployed, and even now I still don't know if I pay as much money as it's commanding. But hey, I have two of the albums in the series, and there's probably some more, but I don't know where they are. Regardless, though, it's a part of this series, and it was released on December 12, 2019, so we are 12 days late to the party. But hey, that's uh, Japanese shipping for you, but not a single person in Japan has ripped the album and put it online, so. It looks like uh, we're in luck. So I've already mentioned the Mega Drive Mini's main theme was composed by Yusuke Shiro, whereas the rest of the songs were composed by Kei Takanishi. There are four bonus tracks on the album, which are remixes of the Mega Drive Mini menu theme. Um, unsurprisingly, I'm not playing these for you tonight. Uh, don't think of OC remixes and your internet remixes. They're more rearrangements than remixes. This is remixes in the sense of they changed a couple of instruments. So the whole point of these four bonus tracks is they're meant to sound like uh, the Mega Drive Mini main theme coming through different sound cards, like or different sound cards and sound chips, like a PC88 sound card, for example. Uh, which user Kajira is very familiar with because he's done a lot of work with it before. So that's sort of the point of uh, the bonus tracks in the album is just what would the Mega Drive Mini theme sound like pushed through these sound chips? And it's not very arranged at all. It is the exact same song, not note for note, because that doesn't really make any sense in this context. But, you know, uh, melody for melody, shall we say, 
you could you could sit there with a stopwatch and it would sound the exact same just with different instrumentation. Even then, it still sounds roughly the same. It's just coming through a different sound chip. But you get what I mean. Um, so to say, I wouldn't want you to uh, hang me from the, the bows of Holly, deck me on the horse, or roast me on an open fire. So I'll be leaving those ones out of the show. So I'm sure you could do without 25 minutes of the same song on loop. This isn't Smash Custom Music. This is Radio Sega. That does not fly here. As well as um, in many other places. And some of you guys have been pinging me. What have you been pinging? Uh, Gamer98 says, <laughs> but with at games, you could have played Mr. Balls, the best theme. Yes, I mean, all Mr. Balls is is just sampling, which admittedly is really cool for a Mega Drive. Not many Mega Drive games do much sampling, and especially in uh, music tracks. I mean, if they sample, it's a shoddy sounding no scream somewhere when the character dies or something. It's not in a song so in that sense it's quite impressive in the other sense it's a game called Mr. Bloody Balls it's not called Bloody Balls that would be a that'd be a different rating this one's already quite high as it is though but you get the point <laughs> uh, that's true we could have had a Mr. Balls arranged album how good would that have been um yeah I can't I can hardly wait for that and Rick has just joined us uh with the famous phrase I'm awake I'm awake did I miss all the comic zone goodness Yes, Rick. By about five minutes. Yes, you did. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. But we've got some great games coming up in just a moment. But I do just want to say, um, so currently in the chat room, we've had a few opinions relating to the Mega Drive Mini. Um, mainly Brit Gamer saying, I don't have the Mega Drive Mini. Greatly helpful. Thank you for that one. Uh, the main one that I've seen from... Um, uh, from the chat room is one from Supersonic Swag who has now departed us. He's not dead, he's just departed us. He says, I love the Genesis Mini, easily one of the best mini consoles to date. Doesn't have too much to compete against, but I've got to agree with you. I've been playing a lot of Super Fantasy Zone. Yes. Sonic 1. Hmm. Contrail Cops. Yes. Streets of Rage 2. Yes. And Shinobi 3. I agree with all those picks, actually. I'm a bit met on Sonic 1, but that's. Uh, that's just because of my bad memories of playing it on the Mega Drive Mini. So, um, myself personally, since I'm going to get into this, just to buy a bit of time, because I knew this was always going to be a really short show, but I didn't anticipate just how short and we are running out of music. My thoughts overall on the Mega Drive Mini are, oh, great console, the best mini console by far, because M2 just know what they're doing and they know their fans, they know their build quality, their software, all this stuff comes together to great an almost perfect package I say almost because I'm human there are a lot of games that I would have liked to have seen on the console that weren't there I know in some cases they were stupid pipe dreams Cool Spot is never going to get on the console but I can dream about it but on the other hand I got Castle Illusion which I begged and begged and begged for I'm so sorry Sacred Europe but I did get my wish and I got Castle Illusion on the console and that was the one that I mainly played alongside Sonic 1 and 2 uh, Tetris and Puyo Puyo slash Dr. Robotics Mini B Machine on release day. Um, as for other games that I've been playing on it, I've been tucking into some Mega Man The Wily Wars. I uh, tucked into... What did I, what did I play the other day when I was on it? I think I started Monster World 4, I'm fairly certain. Yes, I did. Monster World 4. And as for everything else, um, I haven't played an awful lot more on it, aside from booting stuff up for five minutes just to give it a go. 
That that's what I did with Dynamite Heady. Um, I used to have that on a cartridge once upon a time. I sold it, I think, at some point because I needed money for something else. Um, Dynamite Heady is one of those games I've played a decent bit into, but I only booted it up for five minutes on my mini. Uh, I was going to say just to test it, it worked, but why would it not work if the rest of the games work? Um, but yeah, I'll always squabble about the sound selection. I'm kind of on the down low hoping that um, region switching will come out soon enough as a, as a mod for the console because I do want to check out some of those Asian exclusive games like Puyo 2, Shining Force 2. Why did we not get that one? Shining Force 2 is the best one. Um, Outrun 2019. really like to check out that one. Uh, and the Japanese exclusive games had quite a lot of ones that are interesting to me regardless of if I can understand them, play them, all that type of thing. Definitely like to check out uh Jack Frost Bros. Jack Frost Bros or is it Jack Bros? I don't actually remember. Uh, the Atlas game. I'd like to check that one out. Especially now with uh, the recent acquirement. Um, I can't remember what else to be honest with you. I think I think I did play Columns when we were actually at Sega of Europe. Because I completely forgot to mention this. <laughs> um, in that we got to go to Sega of Europe to actually demo the console well before it came out. Which was a great experience with the Mini. The best experience with the Mini. More so than might get my launch day model. Which you would think would be this. Oh my god Sega fan moment. To get to open a new Sega console. No the best memory had to have been. Walking into the offices. Where they were testing it. And you know the company who made the flipping thing. Getting to play it early. Getting to stream it to people. And getting to be a right arsehole in the process. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> but um, Yes. That was probably my best memory with the Mega Drive Mini, and I've explained to you my favourite games. Sonic 1 and 2, Tetris, I like that version of Tetris a lot, even if the randomizer's garbage. Uh, Puyo Puyo. And um, I've suddenly had a mind blank. What was the other one? Castle of Illusion. <laughs> Considering how much I bang on about uh, Castle of Illusion, I should have known that. Brick Gamer brings up the point of, was my Sonic 2 time ever beaten? No. Um... So, I don't want to go too technical because I don't know what I'm allowed to talk about and what I'm not. But basically, the Mega Drive Mondays is still going on. Technically, even though they haven't done one in like three weeks. So what that means is my time is still number one. <laughs> even though, the you know, the, the prize is coming to be like four or five months after the other winners got their Tower of Power because uh, there was some, like, I... No, she didn't win it. I can't remember who did. I thought my friend won it at some point. But no. Um, there was one Tower of Power European edition that they gave away as a prize at the launch party for doing a certain requirement there. There was another one that they just flat out gave away to someone, and there were a couple they gave away to influencers, even though apparently they didn't have enough to give away to influencers. So they had to do these raffling type things. I think at some point either they realised, crap, we don't actually have enough of these things. <laughs> Or they went, yeah, we'll give them to our special buddy friends, etc. <laughs> I'm not too sure. I can't uh, exactly put my finger on which one it is. But uh, if you're listening, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, this is just speculation. My comments do not reflect Sega of Europe or Radio Sega. I'm my lone individual. Please come after Green Vibrate instead. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was probably the highlight of the Mega Drive Mini experience for me. Was getting to play it early at the Sega of Europe offices. Um, I greatly enjoyed my time with that one. Um, but I think that's roughly it from talking for me overall, because we've not got many tracks left. Um, so 
I think we're going to get on with some more because my ears are craving some more. And when we come back, it'll be the end of the show and I'll give you one final send-out. But before then, we are getting into the proper games now. The proper games, the proper tracks, the games you all know and love. Kicking it off with Golden Axe. Hopefully it's not an arrangement of Wilderness because if it is, I think I'll cry.
Radio Sega presents
and for one last time we are back this is ready second presents the mega drive mini celebration album and they were three tracks from the album itself starting things off with a track from the album that was a golden axi super arranged version a mashup of various songs from the game one of which being wilderness which i said i really hoped wouldn't appear and it did just to epically troll us all um jokes aside it was a really good orchestral arrangement that uh it got me uh no it just sounded really cockney there it wasn't gonna that it, it got me feeling a certain type of way it got the hair standing off the back when that type of thing really good arrangement um and great instrumentation choice after that from thunder force 3 everyone was enjoying that one in the chat room that was a mashup of various tracks from thunder force 3 I don't know which ones, but it was some. The techno style was greatly appreciated. I was saying, in particular, the end of that song, the breakdown. Go back and listen to that, or if you've got it memorised, that's great. Because I enjoyed that so much. Um, It caught me off guard, especially because the track had already been fairly thumping. Then you just get this sun shifting beat, and it was gorgeous. Then, finally, probably my favourite track of the album so far, from Space Harrier 2. That was the Space Area 2 theme, and I believe maybe some other tracks mixed in there. And I love that one. Great use of instruments, great source track, great remix. And now we are back. It's the end of the show, except not quite, because we've still got one more track left to go for you. And some of you in the chat room have sussed it out that we've been going in track order, so it must be from Fantasy Star. And before we do so, though, I've just got some other quick bits to go in for you. So thank you all for listening in to this episode. A reminder, if you're listening in live, that Last Call is going to be re-airing in about 45 minutes from now. This is for the US-friendly airing of the episode, so some of you might have missed it because uh, it was on a more UK-friendly time to suit us UK people. That's completely understandable. So we're going to be rerunning the episode to you uh, through the 24-7 stream so you'll be able to listen to it and queue up your requests while you do so. So that way you can get in a nice block once the show has ended. So that's coming up at 12 a.m. UK time, or that is 7 p.m. EST. Thank you all for tuning in to Radio Sega's live programming tonight. We've had for you, technically live, we've had the first airing of Last Call, so a brand new premiere of Last Call with Rapid Run showcasing um, well, his holiday set that was originally intended for Winterfest, but pushed it back for a few weeks to make sure it was a bit more polished. And I think it thoroughly played off because you saw the comments on Twitter, um, in particular from Supersonic Swag. <laughs> it made me laugh so much that I had to tweet it out. Um, let me find it again now. Um, so I put on Twitter, the praise for tonight's last call has started to roll out on our Discord server. <laughs> Supersonic Swag said, I would not survive a vibe check right now. And uh, we were all agreeing in the chat room. That's why people kept saying the word vibing during the show because... Rapid Run's last call set um, got us all in that chill mood ahead of the chilled holiday. On that note, I'd like to wish you all happy holidays or a Merry Christmas if you do celebrate that ahead of the big day tomorrow. Thank you all. I actually forgot to say thank you for listening to RavSeek's uh, Rav show Ravstam as well. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about that. Um, yes, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that type of thing. I didn't actually plan on seeing you today anyway. It just so happened that the cd came into my possession today i meant to came it meant to eh, it was meant to have come into my possession multiple weeks ago because i paid for fast shipping and then my jun snow the work cd which i didn't uh, actually play 
on this show. My Jensen Lothar Works CD, uh, which I already had on Spotify, so you know there was less of a priority in that one, uh, came like a week earlier. So it's the thought that counts. But hey, it's here in the end, and what an album it has been. Seriously, that one's going on the Walkman straight away, and it's also going on the 27 as soon as possible. It's rendering for you right now, and it'll be ready to go as soon as I'm able to get my access, my uh, grubby little paws on the FTP server ready to upload it to Radio Sega. So that will be happening in just a moment. But ahead of that, I'll see you all on Friday, where, reminder, I'm still looking for your games of the decade on Pick and Mix. I want to know anything that you think is your favourite game that you've played within the last 10 years being Sega related. To get in your answers, you can do so in various ways. You can get it in through viper at radiosega.net, that's the email, through Twitter at radiosega or using hashtag rspickandmix or sending a DM, on Discord by private messaging greenviper at hashtag 6383. And finally, if you want to do it through Facebook, that's facebook.com forward slash radiosega. All those places I'll accept submissions, but I'd really like some more because I'd love to focus an episode all around your guys' picks. With that in mind, I will see you all on Friday on Radio Sega's Pick and Mix. And thank you to everyone who's also been listening down in the chat room. We have had Father Rickmus, Snowtex, Brit Gamer 98, Twinny, aka Twonky. He will always be Twonky in my heart. Um, the likes of Doom Girl, the likes of IO1980, uh, Rick, Superbike, uh, Supersonic Swag. And a whole host more of you, like Rapid Run, and some lurkers, and some podcast listeners. So thank you to all of you for listening. Um, yeah, I've already mentioned it, but have yourselves a lovely weekend. And while you do that, while you get yourself in the festive spirit, because uh, if you've been listening on the UK airings of the shows, it's now the end of the Radio Sega Live night. If you haven't, then you've got another show coming up in just a moment after some requests. Regardless, though, if you if it is the first one, We'll wish you a very happy Christmas and a very happy holidays. If not, well, Rapid Run will do that for you with his nice, festive, chill, calming, relaxing last call set. But that's not before we play the final track from the Mega Drive Mini Celebration album. From Fancy Star 4, this is a mashup of various tracks from Fancy Star The End of the Millennium, and this is the super arranged version. Thank you all for listening. I've been Green Vibrate. You can normally catch me on a Friday night at 7pm UK time on Radio Sega's Pick and Mix, where I do a whole bunch of nonsense, really. Um, it's one of the most random shows on the airwaves, because we do have Ravston, but it's a show all about adapting, changing, and um, never sticking with the same thing at once, while staying sugary sweet all at the same time. So if you're a fan of uh, ever-changing shows, something that's evergreen, um, always adapting, then be sure to check us out on Fridays at 7pm UK or on all of our various podcast feeds. With that in mind, enjoy your fantasy star. This has been a great album, so I'm sure it's going to be a great cap, and um, it's 10 minutes long, so get prepared, get ready. Welcome to the fantasy zone. Nope, welcome to the fantasy star.
Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7. 